This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. The views expressed by guests on this program do not necessarily represent the views of the host or owners of the Doggy Diva Show and do not necessarily constitute endorsement of products. Medical information discussed by guests on this program are those of the guests and is only for informational purposes and should not replace medical advice by your local veterinarian professional. Hi, this is Susan Marie from the Doggy Diva Show. This week, keeping pets healthy and fit, recognizing the mind-animal connection, and have a pet, help with keeping your house clean. That's what's on our show this week. Let's get started. Hey, did you hear that? What is that? It's the bark heard round the world. The Doggy Diva Show. Here's national award-winning author and animal advocate, Susan Marie. Hi, welcome to the Doggy Diva Show, the show for animal lovers. I'm your host, Susan Marie, and as always, I'm joined by my canine co-hosts, the Doggy Divas themselves, Francesca, Coco, and our newest little diva, Miss Olive. Miss Olive is the cute little Italian greyhound rescue in the picture with the microphone. Thank you for joining us today as we bring the experts in the pet and animal world right to you. Email us at doggydivashow at aol.com. That's D-O-G-G-Y. D-I-V-A show at AOL.com. We love hearing from you. So go grab a cup of coffee and your pet's favorite treat, and we'll be back in just a moment. Has your pet ever suffered from digestive issues, anxiety, or joint pain? We want to address these issues and more with high-grade CBD oil from Alpha, made specifically for your furry friends. Using Alaskan salmon oil as a carrier, Alpha Pet's 500 CBD oil is lab-tested for quality, consistency, and safety. Plus, we are giving Pet Life Radio listeners 25% off and free shipping with code PL25 for a limited time. So visit MyAlphaCBD.com slash dogs now. That's MyAlphaCBD.com forward slash dogs. Because your furry friends are family. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. We're here with our Pet Tip of the Week from Monica Layden, President of Professional Pet Sitting. And Monica, though we all have good intentions, we all want to keep our pets healthy and fit. Can you give us some tips on how to do that? So one thing that we see often is pets that tend to carry a little more weight, um, we had this this last week, unfortunately. Um, they get into more arthritic issues in an earlier age. Um, we have a two-year-old dog right now that blew its knee out. And it's it's all, unfortunately, due to the little bit of extra weight that they're carrying around. Um, the particular one that we're dealing with right now not only blew one knee out, and they had to have it repaired. And it's a very expensive surgery. I mean, $3,000. Um, to have a special orthopedic surgeon redo the knee. But what happened was the dog shifted its weight while it was healing, and the owner wasn't able to get the weight off the dog, so now it has blown out its second knee. So now it's getting ready to go in for surgery next week again on the second knee, and this is a small little poodle. 
It's it's a literally a 20 pound dog, but for a miniature poodle, 20 pounds is, you know, it's on the heavier side. Um, so definitely, you know, we all love our pets and we, we try to be as good as possible. But, you know, a lot of our love is shown through treats and, and food and, you know, there's nothing wrong with rewarding our pets. It's simply watching how we reward them and what we reward them with. So a couple of things is, you know, when you go in for your pet's physical, you know, checking with your veterinarian to make sure that they are at a good weight. If they're not, then, you know, trying to limit the uh, junk food per se, um, the high calorie treats, things, you know, that are, you know, a little more fattier. A lot of the, you know, over the counter treats that you get, they love them. You know, they're pepperonis and they're, you know, milk bones and things of that nature, but they're very, very high in caloric content. So you're replacing that with ice cubes, carrot sticks, um, green beans, or even your pet's regular food. We have a client that <laughs> the pet has to have his treats, but it's on a special diet and it can't have any other, you know, anything besides that diet because it messes it up. So she literally fills the treat jar with the regular food and the pet begs like it's having a treat when it has and the pet free, the pet free feeds. So it has the food right down there. It's the same exact thing in the bowl, but because she's getting it from the jar off the counter. It's, you know, it's in the pet gets so excited. It's a big treat. So you can even try, you know, just using <laughs> the pet food. Um, a lot of our clients will also use the dental diets as treats simply because they're good for the teeth and they're bigger kibble. So it's more treat sized. It's a, you know, it's a big, much bigger kibble, but they chew longer on it. It helps their teeth and they're, you know, not high in, you know, caloric content. Royal Canin actually came up with a detailer that I loved. But for example, they had had like um the pig ears and the raw hides and they had equated and they had had treats. They had um uh, tablespoons of tuna fish, all these different things that when they surveyed pet owners, they would give to their pets as treats and they put them into comparison with donuts and how it you know, would be for a human eating a donut. And the pig ear was equivalent to like seven or eight donuts. So imagine, you know, getting them on a regular basis, how much weight we're really putting on our pets. Um, and it was, it was just a cool little detailer, but I, I was astonished, you know, with looking at that, how much we don't realize that, you know, two, three milk bones a day can add up to, you know, two donuts a day for a person. Um, so definitely, you know, watching our treating, um, measuring your pet's foods daily. So if your pet is overweight, try to get away from the free feeding and going to measurements. One thing to keep in mind when you're purchasing your pet food, no matter where you purchase it from, no matter what brand it's from, they're always going to go with a weight range and a suggested feeding guide. That suggested feeding guide is usually for a higher active dog. So if you do not have a high active dog, you may need to cut back a little bit on the amount of food you're giving because it's all calories in and calories out. If your pet is a slow mover, if it's a senior, it's not as active anymore, you need to keep that into the comparison for your food. So you need to go on the lower end of that weight suggested feeding because that's for the more inactive pets as opposed to the higher end range for uh, that weight. And you also try to feed for the weight you want your pet to be, not for the weight it is. 
Um, keep your pet moving. Cats. Cats, for example, very hard. Cats do not usually do timed feedings. Cats tend to be grazers, and it's hard to get them active. It's not like you're going to put a leash on and say, let's go for a walk. But puzzle toys are great for cats. They have the great little electronic ones, you know, that the little mouse moves around and the thing that they try to catch it. So um, puzzle toys, stimulation toys, anything that will get them interactive will help a lot. And then if that's still not doing it, go to a reduced calorie diet and talk to your veterinarian because some medical things could be causing your pet from losing weight. Thank you, Monica. That information is so important and so necessary for our pet's health. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great week. Hello, everyone. Miss Olive and Sophia the Doggy Diva want to thank you for your amazing response to their special book, Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home. And they want to let you know that Miss Olive Finds Her Forever Home is now available in both hardcover and softcover. And that's at Amazon.com. As Miss Olive says, woohoo, yippee. Thank you, everyone. Coming up, recognizing the mind connection with animals. Stay with us. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Doggy Diva Show. Spiritual Rebel, a positively addicting guide to finding deeper perspective and higher purpose, is the latest book from award-winning author Sarah Bowen. Sarah is a spiritual director and speaker with an interest in the intersection of animal welfare and spiritual values. Sarah is an advocate for all creatures and currently serves as an animal chaplain. Welcome, Sarah, to the Doggy Diva Show. Thanks for having me, Susan. Oh, it's our pleasure. Now, you have such a a diverse and interesting background. Can you please share that with the listeners? Sure. I I was raised as a preacher's kid. My father was very interested in uh, taking care of communities and and how we do that through looking at our, our values. And so, you know, as I was raised in that kind of environment, one of the things I started to notice is while my father was very concerned about the humans in our community, I was overwhelmingly interested in the animals in my community. And so what I found is as I had my own process of, you know, figuring out where my service was in the world, where my work was to do, it increasingly was with people with you know, four legs or six legs or wings or fins or that type of thing. So I like to say I kind of followed in this family's footsteps, but I have a little bit of a different audience. Well, I'm you and you certainly do reach out and appeal to them. So could you tell us about some of your work as an animal advocate and an animal chaplain? Sure. I think there's really four different parts of it. Uh, the first is supporting animals. As you and I'm sure many and many of your listeners know, we have so many animals now that are in shelters. You know, uh, mm. the reports I read, 8 million 
Um, we have, you know, a lot of animals who are in harm's way. Um, we have a lot of animals that need our support and what we can do and advocate for them. So there's, there's one piece of that. And one of the practices I do is actually go to shelters or go to places where uh, animals are and give them love and compassion and sit with them and work with them. And so there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of that kind of thing, spending time with, with animals who need our compassion. And then the second piece is working on the human animal bond. And I know we're going to get into this a little bit, I think, I think today, but talking about what are those practices or what are those activities that we can do, uh, with the animals that are in our homes or in our yards or this kind of thing to increase our bond. Um, and that may be, uh, something we've tried before. I've got, Excuse me, some, some new ideas you guys might like to try. And then the third thing that I do is called sacred send-offs. That is around grief and loss with companion animals, as well as I have a personal practice of um, working with roadkill, um, animals who oh. have been killed on the side of the road, uh, and helping them have a, a sacred send-off. The fourth piece is advocacy. And for me, that really extends um, starting with all the, the cats in my house, the critters in my yard, but also also to think about our systems uh, in our communities that abuse animals, um, how we look at how animals are treated in food and entertainment and clothing and research and all of that. So it's a jam-packed job. <laughs> it covers a lot of different, a lot of different places, I think, is, is those of us who love animals do, right? The world of what we care about keeps extending out beyond us. And all of that's wrapped up in, in what we call animal chaplaincy. Well, I have to tell you, I wish that there were more of you out there because I think that it's wonderful what you do and you work with the shelter animals and you do a lot with pr helping pet parents to process the grief. Um, so I think it's really wonderful that you do this kind of work. And, and you know, you talk about it if you could just tell us about your book, Spiritual Rebel, A Positively Addictive Guide to Finding Deeper Perspective and Higher Purpose, especially the practices in your book with animals. The book is designed to have 21 days of practices for people to work with. And it doesn't require that you're of any particular religion or spiritual path or have any specific beliefs or be any building. It's really a very practical guide for how do we... Um, work with our own wellness and wholeness and making sure that, that we're healthy, right? Mind, body, spirit. And then a lot of us, um, like I mentioned, you know, we have other people in our house besides us and many of them, uh, have, are companion animals or, or pets. And how do we bring them into that too? I know you had a wonderful show on, on Reiki recently that I, I, I adored. Um, one of the practices that I teach and it's in the book is mindfulness with our pets. So how can we, I have an adorable little shelter cat named Deacon who uh, we couldn't touch for about six months. And when I started to work with him around mindfulness and, and meditation, you know, he went from not being able to be touched and being skittish all of the time to wanting to jump up on my legs to meditate with me, Aww. right? Because there's a, there's a change in our breathing. There's a change in how our um, energy is. Sometimes we're so big. Right, we come slamming in through a door, um, and we can be a, a force. <laughs> we can be a force of nature. <laughs> those are the those in our homes, right? We're much smaller than we are. So some of the practices I have in the book are around that. Um, there's also a practice called forest bathing. I don't know. Have you heard of this, Susan? No. Forest bathing. So it's a Japanese practice. 
that is pronounced uh, Shinrin-yaku, uh, my, my poor Japanese there. Uh, but the idea of forest bathing is that you go into a, a wooded area or a tree area and you sit and you bathe each one of your senses. And so you notice how does the air feel? Um, how, what, what do I feel on my skin? And it's a way of getting out of our, you know, the, the 60,000 thoughts per day that are rushing through our yeah. head. And, and to do that, and we can do that with our companion animals as well. Instead of it just being focused on we're going for a walk, what is it like if we sit with our dog, you know, in that area and let them feel the peace and the mindfulness and, you know, just soak in, you know, what's going on around us. So that those are a couple of the practices that are in the book. And then I also have one around um, what I do with roadkill and what I like to call roadside blessings and how do we mindfully be aware of all of the animals that lose their lives on our street. You know, it's so important that you say that, and 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 everything that you talk about with the animals, it it just helps to really strengthen that human animal bond. You know, that's what it's what it, it seems that your practices are. It's just such a um, it's not only soothing to us, but soothing to our pets, and helps to bring us closely together. And also the the thing that you have, the sacred send off. You know, I myself, I was. You know, I was bringing animals to our front porch. My grandmother brought us up, and my front porch always looked like a triage. I had, like, animals all, from all over the woods I'm taking in all different yep, ways. And some yep. of them weren't going to make it, and she'd be going, okay, well, let's. And what we used to do when they did pass off, we'd say a prayer over them, but just a small, simple prayer. And I do that as I see the animals on the side of the road. So that's another thing that really meant a lot to me, that this is something that you appreciate and speak about. Well, we're kindred spirits in that, Susan, because I, I used so. to bring home um, little little chipmunks who had passed in my lunchbox from elementary school. <laughs> I started this practice very young, and you know I would forget, and I would put it on the on the counter, and my mother would yell, "You know, Sarah," <laughs> and I'd remember, and I needed to run out and, and bury my chipmunk. And I was uh, I was highly influenced by Star Wars as a child. That uh. really was the myth that kind of sunk in, and I would have a little burial with the chipmunk and say. May the force be with you, chipmunk. Right, and it was a practice that I did for a long time in secret. And then I met the man who would become my husband, and we were driving one day, and he slapped his hand onto his chest. And you know, I thought, is he having a heart attack? What's going on? Is he okay? He's driving. This is dangerous. And I said, you know, what's going on? And he said, well, I'm just giving a blessing to the universe for that animal on the side of the road. And I thought, he means the roadkill. And I've just met my soulmate. I just got goosebumps. (laughs) He had had the same compassion that I did because if those were our kids, right, Mm -hmm. or if those were our our dogs, our cats, our whoever's in our home with us, we wouldn't keep driving by. So being able to increase our compassion for everyone, you know, in in this world that we're coming into contact with, um, helps all of us. It does, and it and it kind of helps the world go around and and people. You know, there's so many animal lovers and and people out there who just not only their pets. You know, their pets are beloved to them, but all animals mean so much to yeah. so many people. And you know, for those people, I think that what you write about, what you speak about, you know, the the things that you work with, all tie into that. That's my hope. Yeah. It, it is because it, it helps us be much more, much more holistic. You know, at one point I realized in my life that, you know, there was a, I was learning a lot about nutrition for, for the animals in my home, right? 
And I was also being told they need exercise and they need to play, right? They need love. They need attention. But there seemed to be this kind of missing piece for me of, you know, like, well, they also need serenity and they Mm -hmm. also need peacefulness and they also need some of the things that, that we need. And so how do I make sure that their lives are balanced? And it's not all about, <laughs> it's not all about excitement. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's also some, some peace and some wellness in there. And, and it changed, it changed the energy in my home. And I think that, that we're all much more linked to each other now in, in everything we do. And, uh, you know, whether it's, whether it's my cats chasing mice, which then I, you know, rescue from them and take outside. (laughs) So we have an ongoing conversation about, you know, whether it's appropriate to love the Mises to pieces or not. Um, But these are, these are important relationships to us, right? These are critical relationships, those that we have with the animals in our home. And I think for us, it extends to all the animals outside too. We live in the woods. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the squirrels and the deer and, and everybody else and making sure our home is safe for them, too. And to appreciate that, it it helps, I believe, us in our, you know, inwardly, it helps us to project outwardly what our hearts are about. Because the animals, yeah. you know, I, I find that a lot of the people who are animal lovers just are so kind and they're very giving. And it's because they are, they're looking at it as a broad thing, not only their beloved pets, but also as all the animals out there. And that's, um, I got my arm going around the studio here. Like I'm talking to a bunch of people. I got my arm going all the animals out there. <laughs> because you are. <laughs> all the animals out there. But, but, and that's exactly. what you talk about. So, but I want the listeners to be able to find out more about you and the wonderful work that you do. And also to find out where they could, um, pick up spiritual rebel and also also, your other books, you have a number of other books, um, and you speak with humor, but you get the the point across. Yeah, you know, I, I like to say joy is my religion. There you um, go. Like, <laughs> you know, I like to have I like to have things that are that are witty and yeah. um, and also deep. And so the the best way I think um, for for folks to learn a little bit about me is the website is this is sarahbowen.com and Sarah has an H. Uh, so it's S A R A H B O W E N, and on that uh, website is a little information about the books. I also have a page on animal chaplaincy, so for folks who are interested in learning a little more about that, um, they can find out the information there um, and keep up to date. Also on the workshops, I do some workshops on on animal chaplaincy and also on spiritual practices for for humans and for animals there as well. The book can be purchased anywhere you purchase books, um, whether that's online or it's at your local independent bookstore. We love to support them. Um, and so uh, I think it's, you know, it's it's a fun book. Uh, it's a practical book. And, and I also like to say it's for anybody. So, uh, you know, approach it with curiosity. Uh, see what works for you, what works for the little folks in your home, uh, what's useful, and, you know, and how it can help us increase our love and compassion for everyone. Thank you for being a guest today, Sarah. It was such a pleasure to talk to you. And I want to thank you for your inspirational work that you do with animals and as an advocate for animals. They know you're there for them, and I'm certainly happy you are. So, Thank you so much, Susan, and, and, and everyone there in the studio, however many legs you have. Thank you so much, Sarah. <laughs> Coming up, have pets and wondering how to keep your house clean and fresh? We've got the answer. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. 
beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back, everyone, to the Dougie Diva Show. As a pet parent who enjoys a sparkling, clean house, I totally appreciate professional assistance. Today, we welcome Stephanie Richardson-Parker from Moxie Maids, a cleaning and lifestyle company that delivers custom cleaning services in Southwest Atlanta to share some helpful advice for us pet parents. Welcome, Stephanie, to the Dougie Diva Show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Now, before you tell us about Moxie Maids and how they can help all of us pet parents out here, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I am actually a pet parent myself. Um, I'm the owner of an older, about 14 years old, of a multi-poo, a Maltese and a poodle mix. So I do know a lot about um, owning um, pets, and I'm also obviously a um owner of a cleaning service, the Moxie Maze here in Atlanta, Georgia. So I have a lot of experience both on the cleaning side and on the pet owner side as well. Well, we love that. Now, can you tell us a little bit about Moxie Maids and what they do? Sure. So the Moxie Maze is a um, home cleaning and commercial cleaning service um, in the Atlanta, Georgia area. And we make booking cleaning easy. So instead of having to get a quote, um, and kind of have someone come out to your house. We offer flat rate pricing. And when someone comes to our website, they're able to book a cleaning right away, just letting us know what's going on in their house, the square footage, if they have pets, things like that. So we make it very easy to book cleaning service. That's really great because I saw on your website how easy it was and how, and you have yeah. a lot of everything. One of the things that I saw that, that interested me was green cleaning. Can you explain green yeah. cleaning and how it benefits our pets? Yeah, so we, we work with a lot of people, like I said, with pets, some people with allergies, and even um, some people that have like new, uh, new, newborn babies, but especially with pets. Green cleaning is works really well because it reduces the amount of pollutants that are in the home and strong pollutants. And some um, pets can be allergic or have some type of reaction to the harsher chemicals that we use. So the green cleaning comes in; it's just it's just a little bit easier for the for the pets and everyone else in the home. Wow! Now, how like. As far as being like, I'm a pet parent on the go, how can Moxie Maids help like busy people, busy pet parents on the go, you know, to help keep that clean, sparkly house? Yeah, so what we do for a lot of our pet parents, a lot of our pet parents are actually on a schedule. So again, because our scheduling system is so easy, a lot of our pet parents, they're busy. So they don't have time to call around and to have someone come out so that they can go on our website and then easily book. It really only takes about 60 seconds and can book a cleaning. And then they can also sign up for recurring cleaning. So for example, I have a few pet parents who are on a biweekly schedule and it happens automatically. So once they book once and select bi-weekly, let's say every Thursday at two o'clock, 
we show up every Thursday at two o'clock and typically we send the same cleaner. So a lot of our cleaners get to know the dog, they play with the dog, and the owners feel safe us having a, being us being in their home because they know we're using um, products that won't harm the dog and they know that we're also a very pet friendly company as well. Oh, and that's what I really love about it is that you guys are a really pet friendly company. And you being a pet parent, what better advice could you give us? So I'm going to ask, and I'm hoping you can help all of us out there. Can you give us a few professional cleaning tips to help us? Yeah. So one product that I recommend is called, it's a, it's called Dog Gone Products. And this is to help uh, if your, if your animal may have accidents in the home. Um, this helps kind of keep your, if you have carpets, uh, or any like fabric in the home, keep them clean. So it's a concentrate that you can buy on Amazon or eBay. Um, and it's a concentrate that kind of helps keep your uh, carpets really fresh. And also they have this unique uh, UV light. So if you ever seen like, not saying one has, but if you ever like watch TV and they have like a crime scene and they turn off the lights and you can see if there's like blood or anything oh, around yeah. the house, this works, right? This works the same way if there's urine in the house. You spray this, you could spray the um, the solution on your carpet and then you'll be able to turn off the light and see if there's any urine wow. that could be visible to the naked eye. And then that could cause an odor in your house and you may not know why it's there. And you could be cleaning areas and you still can't get the odor out. So that's a product that I really recommend. And it's really helpful for people who really want to make sure their house always smells fresh. Oh, that's great. And it's called Dog Gone? Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Now, where can the listeners go to learn more about you? And also, yeah. if they want to book an appointment or learn more about Moxie Maids, where can they go to find out all this information? Yeah, so we are called the Moxie Maids all over the web. So Instagram, the Moxie Maids, uh, Facebook, the Moxie Maids, Twitter, the Moxie Maids. And of course, our website is is uh, Um And you can also give us a call at 470-481-0707. We're happy to chat and if anyone has any questions. Oh, that's wonderful. And Stephanie, I want to thank you for being on the show. As one who likes to have a nice, clean home, I love having professionals come in and help me out. Thank you for giving us that great uh, pet tip for the rug. And also, thank you for sharing a lot of information with us pet parents that benefits our homes and our pets. So I thank you very much for being our guest today. Thank you for having me, guys. Back in just a moment. Begging to hear more of your favorite show? Full episodes of all our shows are available on demand. Go to PetLifeRadio.com to fetch our entire lineup of possum pet podcasts. Also, dig us up in iHeartRadio and iTunes. Let's talk pets. Live and on demand only from PetLifeRadio. We would like to thank our guests this week. And also, as our doggy divas always say, Please love your pets because they love you unconditionally. And please remember to adopt, foster, spay, neuter, and microchip. And as always, please have a great Diva Week, everyone. That's all for this episode of The Doggy Diva Show. To find out more, go to our website, thedoggydiva.com. Also, find us on our Facebook page, The Doggy Diva Show, and tell your fellow dog lovers about it. Don't miss Susan Marie, Miss Olive, and the Doggy Divas right here for the next episode. See you again soon.
Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.